Ali, Ali's no, really, no, no, yeah, no, oh my serious. God, Ali's really into you. He's sending but what you kind of relationship is that if you have to lie? I mean, this Doesn't is not matter. a real relationship. I thought okay. you were recording all this time. No, I um, but yeah, that might be like a violation of privacy. Anyway, no, that's, no, that's okay. It. I started. <laughs> I started recording before, but um, yeah. All right, but now. Well, um, I'm glad we're uh, both we're unethical. So with that being said, <laughs> welcome back to Persian Girl Podcast. Cheers. Uh, we're un- we're we spoke, unethical. We Persians meet. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So today I am joined the podcasters of Ask an Iranian. Um, we don't need to give your names today in case in case I will allow you to spill more well, chai, we... as we like to say, mm. or sabzi. What was it? <laughs> no, the pod- so, sabzi podcadan. Mm, yeah, sabzi podcadan. That's the way of spilling tea. But yeah, thank you guys for coming on and accommodating with the schedule it's right now 3 30 p.m in los angeles and like in the middle of the night for you guys yeah it's nearly yeah. 3 a.m so good to be on the show yeah thanks for having us it's good to be on the show i think we're fine with our names are we not i'm anonymous person, to, person to my left mm, and uh, i'm anonymous david there you go <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah. But Mohammed is very anonymous. And then yeah. and David in LA would be very anonymous as well. Cause it, really, yeah. But here I stick out like a sore thumb. and Yeah, maybe not. Mohammed so blends in. He's one of the millions here. Billions, actually. Billions. Yeah. One of the billions of Mohammed's Mohammed around the world. is the most popular name around the world. There you go. So probably there's more than a billion of us. I think so. How do you feel about that? He's one in a billion, of course. He's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't feel very unique, actually. So, no, actually, it's fine. It's fine. I mean, I'm just there with uh, the most popular name in the world. And uh, probably that would be the only thing that I have that is among the most popular things. So, yeah, this is like, in a way, it softens you. Because if you had some edgy name, yeah, I, I mean, we've only spoken like a little bit um you know for the listeners yesterday me and natalie were interviewed by mohammed and david on their podcast so it's funny um, i i feel like i know you but maybe i don't but i'm just like assuming that your personality is know. kind of on the edge and then but so it's like good that your name is mohammed so it's like oh he's just mohammed like it's fine yeah, yeah. Just but like one maybe <laughs> yeah it's how you yeah. stay under the radar I was in Saudi Arabia, and uh, that's actually in, that was interesting for me. It might be interesting for you and your audience as well. Um, in Saudi Arabia, if you don't know someone, if a man doesn't know a man and they want to like call them, they call them as Muhammad. So imagine my confusion there. So they oh, call, you go around and everybody's yelling Muhammad, and I'm like, yeah, that's no, the one behind you, and so like he's not Muhammad, he's Omar. So, but it's still called Muhammad if they don't know the name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's uh, because some people believe that uh, uttering that name is a good thing. Mm. I don't know, beneficial in some way. In Iran, I've met three Davids. 
There's only three extra ones no, of me. I'm, not that unique, but not far off. I think I've. I definitely I've, I've don't know any other Persian Millies, that's for sure. <laughs> Probably you're the only Millie I know. Mm. Yeah, it's the only people whose names are Millie are like dogs um, oh and like God. people's dead grandmothers. Um, so. oh. but that's an old. Speaking of name. George Bush, his dog's name was Millie. I don't know why. <laughs> I know nice. that. Um, but anyway. Um, anyway. So. Cut to the chase. Why are we here? No, What's I'm just. On? I'm so excited because I feel like you guys really grilled us on the podcast. Did and unfortunately, Natalie's that. not here today in this episode. Well, hopefully she'll join halfway through because mm-hmm. I know forward. she has a lot uh, to ask you guys. But um, so yes, yesterday and whenever the listeners will hear that episode, um, we had discussed, or you guys were asking us, like, what are expectations we have of Persian men or what are like red flags or warning signs to advise your audience. So yeah, yeah, we're very excited. I want to ask you a couple of questions um, in regards to Persian. Yeah, turn the table and now on to what I'm nervous nervous. when you put it that way. I I didn't think we I know maybe I shouldn't have hyped it up too much. Now I feel bad. It's like that was great. No, you were excellent in your response. I was really impressed. Thank you once again for uh, giving us such insight. We learned a lot and we will uh, add that into our we're gonna behavioral changes there, Mohammed. We've learned a lot. Let's apply it. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. give us a grilling. So, so how can we help you now? Just like for starters, what do you look for when dating a Persian girl? Mm. David, you go. Why are you putting me first? Uh, what do I look for? Ba- well, basically, I don't know what I'm looking for doing any other thing. <laughs> I mean, not only dating. So I'm, I'm, I'm down with Maybe com- you can give me a couple of well, ideas. I find that people actually can answer questions when they're stated in like the negative. So if you like, okay. if you want, I can pose it this what way. What am I not looking for? What is, yeah, like what is something that you'll see you in a person that you'll immediately just draw back and say, this is not for me. And I'm saying Persian girl because I mean, or Iranian girl, because virtually everyone you're meeting, I'm assuming, yeah. is Iran- you're living in Tehran. So I'm sure there are, okay. are other people. I know it's like an international city, but um, or maybe you guys just don't like to date Persian girls. I don't know. Well, we don't have much choice in this nation. So uh, exactly. Yeah, it's, so it's, it's, that's, that's what's surrounding us. Uh, but as far as, yeah, what I, I like, I'm uh, just thinking about it now. Uh, a curious mind uh, kind of smart you know someone i can have a conversation with enjoy the conversation learn something maybe help them learn something and um i don't know it's a lot for me i'm trying more to sort of see it as chemistry i guess but um maybe deep down there's other things going on because iran can be a bit cutthroat bit um superficial and and some things are quite important here as as far as um class differences notice i think here and become uh, problematic if you don't share similar type backgrounds those things can amplify as time goes by and uh, something that we spoke about uh, yesterday uh for those in your audience who didn't hear it is uh yeah you're, uh, when it gets to sort of as the relationship progresses then parents sort of get involved and that's when i think sort of class differences or social differences start to eat in or can become problematic uh, for uh, a relationship and uh, we can 
go into details about why that is, but uh, I hope that's, that's a good enough answer for the moment. Yeah, it's a curious mind, interesting person, someone I can have a conversation with. That's how I'd summarize something I'm looking for. Why, man? Uh, personally, I'm, in the beginning, I'm very superficial, so the looks are important, definitely. Uh, heavy makeup is kind of something that makes me draw back a little bit. And, uh, well, definitely, uh, have, uh, like being able to have a conversation with someone and follow through with that and uh, just not fall into uh, pits. I don't know how, how do I explain this, but, um, well, let's not explain that one. So I don't, I don't know how to explain it anyway. How about the reverse? So, then if, what so if there, uh, I'm looking for, usually I'm looking for a good, um, smart conversation with, uh, someone first. And, uh, of course the chemistry and the looks come before, um, basically I am aware of the, that uh, kind of like background difference that could cause a little bit of problem in the long run and uh, the class difference, but that's not the first thing I would think about. Hmm. I think I could answer this in the negative uh, again if I haven't already, but um, sometimes people can get a bit needy in this nation and, uh, and I, I, that doesn't work for me personally, at least, at least I, I don't. Um, I don't think I, I cater too well for that. And I, I think as uh, as a relationship might progress on the, uh, if, if that person is, is needy uh, beyond a certain level, then it's going to start to uh, create a division, I would say. What would you uh, classify as needy? Um, again, not that I want to keep saying it, but something we discussed yesterday is, is, uh, a lot of communications. I think Iranians, in my experience here in Iran, is is uh, needs to be a lot of uh, conversation. There needs to be a lot of uh, calls, probably multiple calls during the day if you don't see them. It's not so easy necessarily to uh, see someone daily if you're dating uh, them, or at least up until the point of marriage. Uh, people don't normally live on their own, so they're living with parents, so they're meeting out in sort of mutual places. Um, and of course, yeah, everyone has a smartphone, so there needs to be constant messaging. Good morning, good afternoon, what are you having for lunch? And, uh, and then a telephone call, one or two, as I say. And uh, yeah, I can do that to a degree, but I get busy and it gets a bit tricky to uh, keep up with, with that. And um, that may at times have caused problems with me. Yeah, I mean, I find I've, that exhausting. I don't know. Yeah, I've had... Uh, complaints about not liking Instagram photos as well. You're oh, on wow, Instagram. Yeah. Why didn't you like the photos I put up? Yeah. Mohammed, have you noticed that in Iran? We, I swear people don't even look at the picture they're liking. I don't. There's, there's like that, like tap, tap, swipe, tap, tap, swipe, tap, tap, swipe. I've seen this. That's exactly what I do. It's so bizarre. And it's like, if you don't like someone's into Instagram mm. picture, it's like, what? Why are you not liking my stuff? You're not part of my support mechanism. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Well, actually, no, Side but, note there. So yeah, like no, Instagram. I, <laughs> I always forget to like photos too. I'll actually see something that I like, but I don't know why it's, it's not second nature to me to double tap. Um, even though that sort of is my generation, but, um, I don't know. I always say like one of my qualifications 
I'm trying not to be too picky, but one of my qualifications, like for a guy, don't have social media. I just don't have Instagram <laughs> because, uh, yeah, there's a certain like toxicity that comes with that app. No I mean, I'm the, I'm have the you same guys, as well. Have you guys ever had a problem where like you were dating someone and then maybe you liked something that like, I don't know, like Instagram model or just like another girl? Like that's a huge thing that happens, not just in Persians, but that's like something that's causing conflict in many relationships is like girls can see what their boyfriend's social media activity is like and it just looks a bit sketchy. There has unfortunately in one instance with me uh, been that situation where suddenly it's like, what you follow, you liked this person for, I'm like, what the hell, what the hell? That's yeah. But I, 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 but as similar to you, it's been about, I think four years now, I haven't added anything. Oh, this October will be my fourth anniversary of not adding anything personally to Instagram. So, uh, uh, but then again, I, I, I still use it as far as I'll follow some people. I'll, I'll uh, find out it's research for me mostly. So sometimes yeah. my, my activity is noticed. No, for me, it's burning through time. And uh, <laughs> what, what I follow is basically the people who I physically know mostly. So, um, and uh, my feed is usually, usually planes and dogs and pigs. So <laughs> nobody in, in that order. Uh, yeah, yeah, all of those things like in that order. Little pigs running around and doing What, you add that stuff. or is that what you follow? No, no, no. That's just there on my feet. Oh, sounds know. like As a Pink does. Floyd like album art. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what he's conjuring before his eyes. <laughs> like, what's going on? You're playing dogs and pigs. Um, but wait, why did I bring up the... You were talking about Insta social media. Yeah, social media, I think, is part of the landscape of dating and relationships and will be acknowledged either side uh i mean uh, something that might be wise for someone in iran who's uh dating is is to probably yeah not interact with the opposite sex too much uh in any capacity well, in any capacity might do you a big favor is that really bad it's kind of cynical oh i also i also uh had complaints about people who are following me and I didn't even explain that I don't control that. I mean, there are people, there are models who um, just you follow you. Wow. Close your you account. Know, just you to close just, your account. <laughs> yeah. They, they, they want to follow it. back. They want to follow back. And uh, I was expected to block those once, hmm. I assume. Yeah. Yeah, it's a tricky one. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to act like I'm some super progressive person. Like, I, I'm not into a guy if he's following a bunch of Instagram models. I personally think it's a sign of, like... Do you check, though? Um, I haven't had someone to, like, stalk because I haven't been with anyone for a really long time. So I wonder if it... I mean, again, in my last relationship, there was, like, cheating and stuff. So I became that paranoid girl. But it was warranted, whereas... Mm. I don't, if given the opportunity, I, again, in a relationship, I'm not sure I would do that. Um, and mm. I don't know, like the last guy like stated, but it wasn't a relationship. He just wasn't really active. So I never like, I never had that impulse to check. Mm. Um, so I don't know. It's like, if for me, it's, if you like feel that impulse to check, then maybe something's a bit off. Like you, you need to, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not blaming either side, but it's just like, 
you need to either accept that that's what they're into maybe and have a discussion or you if you're not comfortable with it then you just are with the wrong person in my opinion like i know a lot of it is harmless but personally it's not for me it's not like i'm mad because i'm jealous i just think like oh that's how you spend your time just like scrolling mindless through through through, like these slightly pornographic images Hmm. um because that's like the media we consume the most yeah, just like I see planes and dogs and pigs. And I, <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I'm not, not directed towards wondering. you. No, I mean, I like my feed, I mean, it's Muhammad, all like interior design that. and cats and fashion yeah. and like vintage fashion. So I get it. I like have really thoroughly curated my algorithm. I've blocked like mm. all of the Kardashians and Jenners because I don't want to have that kind of, yeah. um, you know, body dysmorphic feelings. It's not necessary. Yeah. On the rare um, occasion that I do delve into Instagram, I, that's when I realize, like, oh my God, you're, you've got a child. When did you get married? Is uh, <laughs> often what I'm like, oh, oh, okay, that escalated quickly. So, uh, yeah, not really on it. But well, I think, yeah, I think uh, if you were saying it's, it's a bit of a, I don't think it's a good, good thing for humanity necessarily. I think there's some, there's some charts that correlate sort of teenage depression with the introduction of, uh, um, social media, but that might be correlation, not necessarily cause. But uh, yeah, for me at least, I, I I find myself living healthier and happier by not checking it out. Yeah, Instagram yeah. is. Well, I mean, because yeah, it's like promoting illiteracy, and it's also um, like it's really damaging, like the people's body image when they constantly are seeing these unreal bodies these like cyber instagram bodies it's it's a bit damaging but that's like another conversation but i on this note i was wondering you know Mohammed, you were saying you don't like someone who wears too much makeup or like what about social media like is it uh like a turn off for you if like someone is this girl is like always using instagram or like always taking pictures at like restaurants like how do you guys feel about that um, well, actually, personally, I don't have a problem with taking too many pictures. I mean, but there's one thing that is very close to the makeup, then, and there, those are the what you call them, those Instagram filters or Snapchat filters that like turn your face into wow, we something are obsessed like a, with those in Iran. Like, yeah, and uh, it's like a I don't know, an alien Korean model hybrid. <laughs> Just like I don't know. It's it's weird. It's I gotta try that and uh, but but the thing is that like it, it's it's more I mean people who take a lot of photos in restaurants and parties and stuff like I mean to me it's more uh funny and uh curious than off putting because well I don't understand it. I don't understand the need to share every moment. Mm. And um, I'm not a person who does that. Uh, I mean, I traveled for two months and I didn't uh, take a single photo to send to someone, I think. Mm. So uh, I don't understand it, but uh, I used to sit in this bar in uh, Barcelona and have lunch there um, a couple of days a week. And there was this other guy who would come there and he would take a photo of every meal and the coffee after it. And uh, the, I don't know, the croissant before it. I don't, I don't know. Just like, and it was really funny. And I kept taking a photo of him. I don't know what did I do with the photos. But <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's amazing. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's like something I don't understand. Not that I, I don't like it. Hmm. Mohammed, I'm thinking of uh, something that drives me nuts is uh, 
phones out on the table. I think Iranians are kind of like, uh, it's an appendage. Having a mobile phone is, I mean, heaven forbid you take that thing from them, they wouldn't know what to do. But uh, having, a, having it face up on the table and just flashing back every, no like any notification as well. And it's, and it's like, like, and it really disrupts the flow of conversation. And I, I, I always turn my phone uh, like face down, uh, which has caused me problems on dates actually, because uh, a girl actually said to me like, why are you doing, oh, are why, you yeah, why are you doing that? Yeah, yeah. And I, was, yeah. I was like, what, why am I doing what? And I was thinking like, am I, am I talking with my mouth or what's going on? Uh, they're like, why are you doing that? And I'm like, what? And they're like, and they sort of acted out like your phone upside down and this way. And they're, they're like, why are you hiding your phone from me? You've got, you've got people messaging you. I'm like, I'm just, no, I'm just being polite. Like I just, and also I don't want to see my phone flashing. And I, I mostly have most of my notifications off, but I think in Iran, I don't know, we like to feel important probably. And there's any damn thing. I mean, no, well, I wouldn't stop. I want to read too much into it. We just like our phones and we get bored. No, there's notifications for anything. To talk about, so. When I'm with my dad, he starts reading out there. Yeah. So BBC, oh, okay. Assad's done this now. <laughs> and, uh, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. 25,000 cases. Yeah. Nice. Like, okay. Like, yeah. Thanks. It's like I no, get the notifications I, of the notifications as well. Yeah. I keep finding, um, similarities between like the boomer generation and generation Z, but I think how old are you guys again? Sorry. Yeah. Let's not go there. A little bit older <laughs> yeah. than you. I'm trying to think, would, is she old enough to be my daughter? No, did I just say that out loud? No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> Mohammed's a bit younger than me. I'm, I'm mm -hmm, and Mohammed is, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm yeah. 36. Okay. Yeah. So. okay, it's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I was, uh, yeah, okay. I'm a, I'm a bit so, older than Mohammed. A couple of years. So and David looks couple, very young, more. has great skin. Maybe it's the Zoom, but... Everything's yeah, we've fine. got the filters and we got those Korean filters that my mom oh, was yeah, talking about. Oh yeah, they have they're Actually, using they're catfishing skin. me on Zoom. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Look at look at this makeup, huh? It's following my face around. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it's it's like I I find with some millennials there's this frustration. Um like I don't know, my I just see that my parents they're gener not so much my mom, but my dad, he like has a Twitter and gets on fights with people, like gets nice. on, in fights with people on Twitter. Like your dad. That's what Twitter's for. And then for. like, yeah. And he like is always, I don't know. He's like, yeah, he'll read the news out loud. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, we're sitting here together. Um, and, and then also that. like, I have friends who are either a little bit younger than me and like they, Again, like, I, I don't want to sound snobbish, but it's like, yeah, they have a hard time putting their phone away. But I personally, I'll put, I just, when I'm with someone, I put my phone away. Um, mm. Or if it's out, I'll just put it like, yeah, face down on the table. I've, um, I've had the awkward really moment of a Tinder messages pop up on a date. That's awkward. Oh, have you that had that one? Awkward. No, I don't <laughs> have, I don't have Tinder. But, Good thing um, too. Yeah. Equivalent. So. Yeah. Okay. You don't want to go there. No, no. I, well, I, I've had dating apps in the past, but I just never have the notifications on. Okay. Um, I yeah, just you don't can't see too many, too, too many hearts in eyes on emojis popping up while you're on a date. It's a bit awkward. <laughs> Not with a male name, uh, at least if I'm on, on the date as well. That's why, yeah. uh, that's, why, that's why I'm not saying we do this, Mohammed, but you've got to change names to male names only on your phone. Oh, yeah. Pro tip there.
Yeah. yeah. Why do you, I mean, like, I, oh my, I think you're joking. Oh my God, Ali, Ali's really, oh my God, Ali's really into you. He sent you Mm-hmm, yes and uh okay and that makes, yeah because yeah. you like how i did that i was about to count yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah you were ready for that yeah okay not and that then, old so how we, you've had a, a relationship like or relationships in iran as well as england or just one or the other yes. like how uh, probably okay. more so here now i guess is uh how it's worked out okay and then so yeah. so the majority of these relationships you had to do things like change your female friends names to a male name. um in in a, in a couple of cases it was wise to uh yeah some of the more sort of vocal female friends of mine who just want to catch up you know that's fine let's just change the name save save some headaches. so there was no suspicious activity but you didn't feel comfortable explaining it to your yeah well let's understand. let's just say the same person where the phone needed to be face up uh also yeah. Oh, okay. So this is not just like a date that you went on. This is someone you were with. Okay. And then yeah, Mohammed, what about you? Was no, what, did you I find yourself never, in this? Never, never changed names. I keep uh, my contacts with the full name, like the first name and the family name. <laughs> Are and, you throwing uh, shade at David right now? <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, not really. Bring it. Not bring really. It. Not really. He's doing the wise thing. I'm just like uh, the stupid, honest dude who. Uh, just gives it away but i think uh, mohammed you're doing it right though because i think you probably need to set a precedence or at least you need to sort of say like hey listen you know Mm. i know females Mm. and they might contact me Mm. and you need to get used to that and Mm -hmm. that doesn't necessarily work out well most of the time yeah but i yeah it's been a problem for me really like every relationship this is this is not just a one-time thing this is like repetitive it's a pattern Mama, do you remember the last party I had? Oh, back in the day. Oh, back yeah. in the day. So I, oh, was, yeah. I was dating a girl and, and uh, it was actually just before COVID-19. And just before it. <laughs> like, like, well, actually, while it kind of happened, I think, because uh, so many people got ill around that time and I got <laughs> ill shortly after. And I was getting like messages back to back saying, hey, you know, sorry, we're really ill. This is really weird and we can't turn up. And I was like, really? Are you ill? Or are you just, you know, other party elsewhere? Uh, but it, no, actually, people were kind of ill, and um, unfortunately, only girls turned up to the uh, to the. I mean, it was mostly girls, and the girl I was, the bless her. I mean, really, she <laughs> she was, she, and she, was she was really. Off. I mean, she was kind of good about it, actually. In in to be honest with you, but she, I later learned that she went around to everyone, was like, mm-hmm. "David's got a lot of female friends, hasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that kind of yeah? Is that that's a bit odd, right? Is it?" <laughs> yeah and the, and the thing is that the first that was the first time we had uh, that was the first time we uh, I don't know I had never met her before right no I don't okay. believe so yeah. so it was the weird like the weirdest conversation like ever uh, I mean the the, uh, the first time I met someone and she comes to me and said like David has got a lot of female friends so oh like, it was so, uh, yeah. yeah but who are you <laughs> no, but bless her, she was she was really sweet and she was good at, and she didn't really sort of quite directly talk with me 
about it. But yeah, like was if I was her, I'd be a bit like, hang on a minute, you know, Cheshman hmm. Roshan. Yeah, Cheshman. Yeah, like what the... that's one of my favorite phrases. I always like yeah. say it back to my mom because she used to say it to me. Um, but have you ever just like sat someone down that you're with and said, "Look, these are my friends. We're platonic friends, and I like I don't want this to affect our." Did you ever try to have them like because in a way they're conditioned to think this way, so maybe there is a way to establish trust, or is it just like a lost cause with the girls in Iran? My my chosen method. Sorry, my man, uh, I'll jump in. Is is kind of to be a bit overt overt about it early on to sort of not ever be seen as hiding it and almost go the opposite to be to be sort of like okay this is kind of me and this is what you might expect and it doesn't you know there's there is no you know you can relax it's fine I'm you know I'm with you and I also have uh, female friends and there's nothing going on so it's cool mm. don't need to have your chest roshand. <laughs> And uh, in my cases, it was, uh, I never t started talking about it until it came up. And, uh, well, I'm being honest that I consider it something normal and healthy to uh, do, to hang out with your female friends. And uh, I explain it the way I think about it. And it doesn't fly by easily sometimes. So, um Sometimes I would say for some, with some people, it has been a lost cause from the beginning. It doesn't matter right? because I'm not going to change my stance. Uh, but on, I might, uh, for various reasons, uh, hang out with my female friends more or less. And if I uh, see like the person who I'm dating is a little bit uncomfortable with the situation, I might hold back a little bit and uh, let them ease into it. And uh, like maybe then meet my female friends and uh, it will become a little bit easier for them to understand my situation uh, with them. Sometimes it doesn't work though. And uh, there's, there's one more thing. I mean, I got like uh, some of my friends are kind of a little, little bit sadistic trying to make uh my dates jealous i've had that one as well so oh yeah just having fun with it but oh I think, you're uh, saying I you try to do that no no no. or so no, you know so you see like um like girls who care about the same person not necessarily in the same way they tend to make each other jealous in ways and sometimes it can get um, a little bit Trying to throw so, a spanner yeah. in the works, right? In your uh, relationship, hmm. I guess. But I think, I think, um, Mohammed, I'm thinking about it now. It's kind of, it's a bit of a tricky culture to live in. And I kind of can understand for the women here in Iran to be, you know, to have a sort of eye out to check. Um, fidelity mm. is, a, is a tricky one here in Iran. So I, I you know, I kind of feel for, for girls needing to sort of no that's totally understandable because uh, probably david and i were not the norm necessarily i mean probably most of the time you see uh men hanging out with women it's not only uh a platonic friendship that has been well, so there's yeah. the uh it's something that we Again, forgive me, we mentioned uh, yesterday, but uh, on the dating apps, the, one of the questions I may or 
I've had a, a few times is, are you married? Um, which I think says a lot about the environment here. And upon uh, inquiring about that, uh, yeah, apparently, yeah, there are married men there. Yeah, I've seen uh, married people with Tinder on their phones, obviously. And yeah, just, it's a bit uh, dark even... that these girls like message you, are you married? Like it's such a norm at this point that they, that they ask that. Yeah, it's a bit sad, sad to see. But, uh, well, I never, I never had that, but okay. Well. Maybe I look like a kind of guy. I don't know. Yeah, marriage material. What is it? Maybe it's that. Are you implying that I don't? Maybe it's that sort of lack of suntan on my ring <laughs> finger. That no, I'm not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've not married. Yet. So, do you think? Would you say that? this lack of trust between like having female friends has been the top reason of why your past relationships haven't worked out not in my case no yeah not not in my case okay so this is something Uh, in in two cases in two cases it's i think it's been a problem uh for me and probably i haven't handled it very well in all honesty um a little bit bad about that now but um yeah so uh, but no that's not not the case sorry you are, you asked a question and i missed that no i so i'm just like i'm just trying to understand because it's a bit foreign to me so this is for both of you just an understanding you have of the way women operate over there or most women and this is just yeah an understanding that you will not be able to have transparency in that aspect of the relationship and you've accepted this it's it's just better to probably try and minimize potential issues, I'd say. And therefore, if you know that that might agitate, then uh, avoid that. Uh, well, I personally think if it's um, a relationship that I see a future in, I would rather clear that up mm. up front. Okay. Not necessarily successful every time. But uh, generally, that has not been the top reason for a breakup or end of a relationship for me. Mm. Mm. There you go. Okay. (laughs) No, it's just interesting. Um, Well, on a lighter note, uh, we briefly touched upon this in one of our most recent episodes with this... um, Toxio podcast is the name of theirs. Um, they're from Iran, but they're now in America. But we were asking a lot about what the dating culture is like there. So just like going off of that, our listeners wanted to know more about like where people go on dates. So oh, okay. where, where do you guys go? Good question. Mohammed, where do you go? No, definitely cafes. Yeah, there's cafes. Rarely restaurants. Um, it's probably a bit much. Mm, not not on the first day. Not on the first oh. day. Yeah. yeah. Um, just because, yeah, you don't know how it's going to go. Hmm. go on. You don't want to be uh, waiting for the main course and then be thinking like, what have I gotten myself into here? <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, like a, a cafe, there's plenty. I mean, in a, on rare occasion, there's been like a park. Um, mm, never done that. I've been to a museum on a date. Museum once, yeah. Yeah. That's oh, nice. Or a gallery rather. Was it a museum or a gallery? Or both? I don't remember. Abbas Abad, the uh, former Shah's Palace. Palace up in Abbas Abad. Is it Abbas Abad? Ba-ba-ba-ba. It's in Ba-ba-ba-ba. Oh, 
So anyone who's in Iran who's looking for a good place to Sado, I think it's Sado, but sorry, sorry, that's a place I used to work. Yeah, so it's not a Ba-Ba-Ba-Daba. So anyone who is looking to go on a date in Iran, please do not head in the direction of Ba-Da-Ba-Ba, because that's a terrible place to go for a date. You want to go to Sadabad, to the palace. It's quaint. Go for a nice walk. Yeah. Noted. If you want to do that, though. But um, where else, my love? That's it, no? Uh, yeah, I mean, you don't go to oh, you know, actually, you know on where? a first date. I've been on a, a mm-hmm. uh, the, uh, mm-hmm. oh, this place annoys me. The sort of sports ground for the, uh, I mean, you know, you've got to have a nice Benz or, a, uh, or a BMW to get into that place. It's, you know, in a members club, sports club. Hmm. Actually, you don't need to have that. I'm exaggerating. Yeah, a bit of but, uh, but yeah, you go, you go there and this is, this is where all the people, I think they're pretending to do sports, but they're kind of just showing off and trying to look good and hey, hi, yeah. and uh, <laughs> coupling up. So I've been on a, I've been on a date. I signed. I shouldn't have done that, Mohammed. I signed up for a uh, a jogging date with someone, and <laughs> yeah, good one. That sounds so fun. So I, I I managed to go two times around the whole track. That sounds fun. Jogging. I, I don't know why. I didn't. I, I honestly like thought you. I would probably collapse before finishing the first lap, but I did the second. And uh, yeah, I personally good for jogging. And if the conversation is not going well, I just go faster until she's tired and say like goodbye. Mama, <laughs> I want to I want to see that. I want to see you jog. Oh, well, uh, this leads me to what I wanted to ask next. Um, what is the conversation like? Like, what are what do you guys talk about in the first dates? Well, immediately you'll uh, you'll you know be ticking. You'll subtly be ticking off boxes. You'll be checking. So, where do you live? You know, sussing out where the family are. What uh, what's your sort of socioeconomic scenario there. Mm. Um, then uh, work kind of comes later on. It's where you live, firstly. Mm-hmm. You get to what do you drive if they haven't seen your car on the way in, uh, if you haven't picked them up. Um, yeah. What you've studied. Uh, I mean, in my case, unfortunately, the, my, the history needs to be sort of explained. So I'm having to explain why the hell I'm in Iran and not part of the mass exodus from this place. So, uh, yeah. And they're like, you want to, so y- you want to stay in Iran? Really? Uh, yeah. That kind of determines the second day or not. <laughs> so, uh, um, Why? I right? <laughs> oh, because everybody wants, if you're a foreigner, everybody wants to move to your country. Yeah. You got to, they want to get, get out of this place. Yeah. Yeah. Marrying you is a way of getting a residence in, uh, People say that about me, though. I had that, like, my family always yeah, saying to me, like, oh, David, be careful, huh? You know, people want to date you. They just want to get out. And it's, it's actually not the case. And in a lot of cases, when I date someone, they kind of, well, they've got a means out of here anyway, or it's not really that important to them hmm. anyway. So it's not really been something that's been a problem for me, at least. Yeah, for me, the conversation usually... Uh, start with explaining what I do. And that takes a long time because I basically don't know what I do. So I have to figure it out. <laughs> and, uh, I think out loud and... That's uh, right. You can say, ask an Iranian podcast now, Mohammed. That's it. Talk yeah, about that I don't, I'm not sure. Am I really doing this? You're doing that. Okay. Spending maybe far I, too much time I, on maybe I'll Maybe I'll say that on my next date. Yeah. And soon after politics, definitely. Mohammed hitting it hard, <laughs> going yeah. straight in. Yeah, because I have nothing else to talk about. And and Mohammed's political persuasion as well. I'm a boring old fart, so... What does that make me? 
Well, <laughs> just your age is just a number. Yeah, I don't know. it's not even that. It's just <laughs> is my age. It's blended into just sounds. Um, yeah. So, so come, you come bring this. up politics on the on the dates. Yeah, not that I want to. Kind I mean, of per, up a bit. yeah. In my case, I don't want to. But then again, I see I don't know anything about the world of entertainment. Uh, the last thing I watched was The Little Mermaid, and uh, <laughs> like, so uh, I don't know music. I don't. I listen to classic, uh, classical, and jazz and uh, rap sometimes. What That's you boring. told me you hate rap? Yeah. <laughs> no, I yeah. I feel like me and Muhammad are on the same wavelength. Yeah, I like like old school hip hop, but not whatever is happening mm. right now. um no yeah i know what you mean about like talking about politics it's not like you're trying to be controversial but it's just like yeah that's the current news that i'm also aware Mm -hmm. of and it's like oh don't people just talk about this but i don't even consider myself to be really well read on like world events but apparently Mm. people really aren't consuming any information Mm -hmm. like i'm not trying to sound judgmental but it's like yeah i was talking to a friend uh a while ago and i asked her uh, where do you get your news from? It's just a Trevor Noah. I was like, really? <laughs> like you don't go anywhere else and you go, like you watch Ellen DeGeneres and uh, like Trevor Noah and <laughs> Wait, Ellen that's DeGeneres. It? That's where... <laughs> Sorry, did I? <laughs> um, no, it sounded like anyway, it, but just... that should be her name now. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I mean, she's been not very nice to her staff. Mm. So... Man, yeah. I don't on your on your dates. How does that go down? Because I'm thinking, I think that I avoid politics, but I'm I'm sure if there are any exes out there listening, and hopefully they aren't, they'll be going like, "Oh my god, he bored me rotten on the mm. first date with his really peculiar." I'm not going to say what bent, what uh, political bent I am, but how does that does that go down? All right, with you, Mohammed? Do you do you get a second date with that sort of talk? Uh, yeah, most of the time. Most of the time, because uh, in Send my case, rejects. apparently, no, 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 actually, oh, <laughs> no, I won't <laughs> for reasons I'll explain off the record later. But um, <laughs> for me, like talking about politics and like uh, how what I think about it and how I see the world and stuff like that, it gets me a second date mostly out of curiosity, mm. I think. Okay, I'm doing so this wrong. So probably not many men do this in Iran, like talk about politics and uh, worldviews on the first date. And mm. um, apparently that's a curious case for some people. So sometimes I get the second date, but not the third. Mm. I'm going to try that next time. I'm going full on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we got- so what's your name? I'm like, how oh, Biden, huh? <laughs> What's yeah, with that, dude? <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. No comment on that one. Yeah. <laughs> You're making the listeners. <laughs> They're probably very curious. You're like, the past five minutes, no, for later, off the record, no comments. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm curious. It's well. not fair. <laughs> yes. um, yeah, maybe for the Patreon one day. Uh, yeah paywall episodes um, no the thing what well, the thing i uh i said i was i was not gonna uh talk about on the record was uh the reason <laughs> that i'm not gonna send the uh the people who reject me to david and that's because i don't know 
what the reason is. I just don't want to. So all right, all right. we <laughs> don't need to. That's fine. Okay, yeah, Muhammad, I get it. But not helping the brother out. But still, there's going to be material for, for Patreon supporters. So. Yeah. So, so while we're on this topic, I want to bring up something that came up in our last episode, and it, and it's been a pattern um, where we our podcast has like attracted a lot of women who are uh, you know fairly successful and intelligent and attractive, um, and they think that the reason they are not in a relationship or you know can't meet anyone is because they come off very um that it's their intelligence that scares men away or intimidates them and that they shouldn't talk too much or they know too much do you like have you ever felt like there was someone like you i know you both said you're looking for this kind of smart conversation but was there ever a date where it was like wow this is too much coming at me or are you the mm. exception from those? <laughs> no, I never had that problem. I, I, I'd like to think that I'd love that, but um, mm -hmm. I'm trying to think if uh, this, the sapiosexual in me, am I saying that right? I'm not describing some weird fetish. Yeah, no, sapiosexual. Yeah, no, yeah, that, that kind of does it for me, but I, I'm, maybe unfortunately, I don't think I've had a situation where i felt like a dumbass on the uh, other end of the table where i'm like oh my god i know nothing um but i'd like that challenge i'd like to i, I think i'd enjoy that no i don't think it's necessarily that these women are making the men feel dumb i think it's just like a lot of men like the way they're they operate is that they get this validation um from well, it depends it, maybe it depends and helping them do you know what i mean like yeah, and I mean, have my like friends who are guys explain this to me that they want to be able to like teach something or show a girl something new and i think there's like some situations especially when a woman is in her 30s and still single where she's gotten everything for herself like there's no luxury that you can show her that she can't get herself you know what i mean she's knowledgeable so it's like where yeah. they're like some men do operate in this like savior complex is what i'm trying to say and no matter how intelligent you are, maybe it's just like second nature for you to act that way or feel that way. That's totally understandable. And uh, I never had that problem because basically I don't really think, uh, personally, I don't think highly of myself. So I don't expect uh, <laughs> to be able to like uh, help people with their troubles, whether I do or not. That's, uh, I don't know. But um but then again, like uh, in my experience, it it has never been the the success has never been an issue. Um, like being forward, intelligent opinions, uh, they were never an issue. Being an un being unreasonable about any of those uh, has been all the time for anything. And uh, well, I have been uh, with my fair share of successful women and uh, I got to tell you that everybody needs something. So you can cater to those and uh, that sense of like teaching people or helping people or like that savior complex, um, it can be fulfilled. So, But I think um, intellect is not, necessary, not necessarily the issue. I think probably and certainly it Notice is more so in Iran is is sort of differences of uh, income and finance and financial predicament situations 
exacerbate uh, relationships a little bit. But if I'm being absolutely honest, uh, and I do know some quite successful girls here in Iran, I find myself feeling a little bit competitive with them as much as they may or may not mm. be attractive. A little bit of me is like, oh, I do wonder, like, if I ever got into a situation with them, would I, how, would I, how would I sort of fare with that uh, relationship? Uh, would I feel a bit inadequate at times because uh, they, they're just racing ahead in, in their life and the things that they have around them and whatnot? And um, would I be okay with, with doing that? I think I'd struggle a little bit. Uh, and I know in like going back to the sort of financial differences, those things, yeah, they do in my experience here in Iran compared to England, yeah, make a bigger difference. In, in England, it's not really, you know, you do you, you got your thing. Uh, everyone sort of, you know, you like someone because the things about them necessarily, but here you've got to sort of be a bit more, um, you've got to plan ahead and you know that certain things are going to arrive, you know, certain more traditional roles are going to more than likely transpire. So, uh, so you sort of think ahead and you think, okay, in my case, maybe, you know, if it gets to it, you know, I'm going to be Mr. Breadwinner here. And uh, is that going to be fine? Or is her family going to have a problem with me? Uh, not necessarily, you know, earning more. Yeah, because I think they're going to, the family will have problems. And that worries me, maybe. Maybe unnecessarily so. I don't know. Am I overthinking this one? You're thinking way ahead, I think. Okay. Yeah, Shows I where I'm at in my life. Oh, sorry. Did I just go on? What time is it? <laughs> Joe? Joe? Is that you? Joe, wake me up. Oh, you're asleep. Um, oh. Oh. We did, did you just that. do that? We did that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, we just watched a video of Joe Biden asleep on the news, and uh, I was quite shocked by that. But uh, I hadn't seen that. I actually thought it was fake as well. But apparently it was fake. Was it fake? Yeah. Oh, you I think it was me. fake. I mean, the fact that we don't know. <laughs> says a lot about it that you cannot anyway really yeah determine. i haven't seen this um i, I don't know nah, they're faking it. anyways yes so uh, i sorry. mean if the coronavirus was so bad i'm surprised he didn't die from it okay i need to delete yeah. that okay. uh, oh, oh, oh. Well, six i thought he was like cgi i was like like when like tupac the... like performed at coachella yeah. let's just like biden at the debate like this year don't like come on um, but i'm i am very excited for the debates i don't know if that's they're not gonna happen they won't happen. Yeah, they There'll won't be CGI happen, Joe at that one. Come on, man. Was, <laughs> I need to feel alive again. Like the last time I felt alive was during like the 2015 election. But maybe. <laughs> mm. yeah. no, we said, we, well, we're not going to do this. Are we not going to talk about it? Yeah. No. Okay. No, it's fine. I mean, these, these, these are not political statements. These are, I'm just explaining. Just observations. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get there. We'll get through we political statements there. soon. We won't go there. It's coming. <laughs> no. Um. Well, <laughs> yeah, back to dating. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say, so it just it's like I don't know if you guys are both generalizing, but it seems like you have acknowledged the way like dating is, or maybe you're just saying this is how it is in early dating, but it's like 
the first date conversation is really superficial. They're just trying to suss out your socioeconomic situation and they ask you that blatantly about all these things. So you've just accepted this and you're like playing the game with it because you have no choice. Is that really, because this is my understanding. I don't correct me if I'm wrong. And then also, do you ask them back when they're like, oh, what car do you drive? And I'm like, well, I drive this. What about you? (laughs) If I'm honest, if I'm honest, I think I, I, I play the game back and I do. And I think it is, I think in a, in a sense, you kind of need to do that uh, in a sense. But, um, but just to qualify, in, not in all cases, it's going to be the way you do. It's not that bad. Uh, okay. it, does, it does happen. Uh, but I, um, it's not the norm, but it's not far off, I, I would say. Uh, and that probably says something more about who I'm meeting than necessarily everyone around, because we need to understand that I'm probably there's a certain type of person that I'm meeting related to my social circles uh, or my selection. So, uh, um, yeah, my experience shows it does. Uh, why not? Well, I tried. Um, I honestly don't go on many dates, and uh, I go on dates with mostly chosen people as well. I mean, I probably know them from somewhere or somebody like do suggest uh, that you should see this person because she thinks the way you do to their, in their opinion. And um, so probably, yeah, I mean, I don't get that, get those questions um, like about what car I drive, uh, where like where do I live how much I earn and I don't usually get those questions um, but sometimes I do and uh, oh I gotta tell you this because sometimes I don't even go on dates with people who ask those questions because um, like quite recently um, somebody matched with me on tinder and uh, we were texting back and forth and uh she said, like, where do you, where are you now? Or she said, where are you? And uh, I didn't know whether or not I should respond with where I live or where I'm right now. So I was, at that time, I was like all the way downtown. And I said, like, I'm here. And she immediately unmatched me. So sometimes it doesn't really go further than that. <laughs> and uh, I, didn't even, I didn't even get a chance to explain that I'm here because I'm doing something like all the way downtown. I mean, if I was in a cafe in Elahia, like like uptown, all the way uptown, like a posh cafe, and I would say like I'm here, it like wouldn't mean that I live there. Mm. But the question was kind of unclear, but the response was quite clear. But you don't ask those questions of people. You don't indirectly mm, fish no. out certain sort of. Okay, no. mm, she's got mm. an MA. No, it's a bad start. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, no, actually, when uh, I asked. I asked a question where you live or where you work when we're trying to set up a date. I mean, if uh, you want, we want to find a place somewhere in between, mm. that's pretty much it. That's the way I ask the question. I think the old English sensibilities are in me as far as there are some questions you don't sort of ask. You never ask who, who someone votes for and how much they earn are the two things you should never uh, ask. Mm. I'm sure that these days people do say those things or ask those things. But um, I know I find myself sort of, I never want to ask someone what they do for a living unless they volunteer it. Hmm. And also I just don't like the question. Yeah, so I you, hate that question. So I know what you mean. But it's like, what like, do you do? It's like, don't define me by my work. Although I'm very proud of my work. I love my work. Uh, 
and uh, and I know other people do, but um, but I don't know. It, it adds a certain. I don't know. I don't like it being asked. Or yeah, okay. no. I mean, I'm not. It sounds so like cliche, pessimistic to say this, but I mean, these are kind of the classic questions when you date here. It's like, oh, what do you do? Like, what are your favorite restaurants? Like, I don't even know. I mean. I don't engage in that kind of conversation. So I always get like branded by these normie guys, like a weird girl. They're always like, oh, you're, you're so funny and weird. And it's like, because I don't ask these lame questions. Like, I don't know. Obviously I want to know what you do. Like it should come up, but it's very strange to me to kind of um, interact as if I'm in a job interview. But I mm. think people forgot how to have conversation somewhere yeah. along uh instagram or something <laughs> no, <laughs> that, tying uh, it back that, to that. that 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 has been uh there before instagram as well so mm. well, okay true not, okay. Yeah. so i find myself on occasions just saying like yeah i'm the guy who paints the h's on uh, helicopter pads <laughs> that's me <laughs> yeah. and it's, it's you know just never really avoid you know saying specific just kind of fun you yeah. know what does it matter, hey? Guess it does. That's why they ask. Content of character. Wow. Yeah. I'm just going to tell That's people I'm like have. a hoax freelancer. I don't know. Yeah. A hoax. So, uh, yeah. Do you, do, you <laughs> not, do you not mention the show? Does that <laughs> pop up on... No, it does come up. No. no, I do talk about it. But I do other things as well. I mean, before I, before I was in school um, and then like you know that was always a weird thing to explain um especially when persians would ask because like they they were like oh you're 24 at that that time and they're like so you're in dental school I'm like no i'm never becoming a dentist sorry i don't know <laughs> that's like the common profession expected like either here for persian women it's like physician's assistant mm. or dentist and i understand for some people it's their passion but um anyway so now i'm like venting <laughs> about um but i have had like guy friends say that they look for a girl who has like these kinds of like i don't know it's it's very common to be like oh yeah persian men they don't care if you have a job they don't even want you to work but i don't think that's true i think that's a generalization a lot of them like they want women to have these jobs that are like at the same time they're getting a steady pay but on the other hand can be easily left like it doesn't it doesn't actually consume your entire life and identity so yeah. you could like I think step I... away from it to have kids i don't know is there like a preference that you guys have for like what a girl does or anything for a living for, for me it's not necessarily a living that they uh, that i would like for them to have a living so that they can afford an aspect of the relationship maybe if it goes on but it's it's more a sort of sense of uh pride or application in things that they love and want to achieve and do in their life and for me it is i guess a bit of a turn off if someone yeah okay what's if someone's out of work that's circumstantial but if they are you know if they're not actively pursuing any sort of desire in their life or things that they you know want to strive for or build for themselves or whatever it's it's not that attractive uh, for me, Mohammed. Yeah, I'm kind of like I'm thinking right now because uh, I have been dating women who who've been working all the time and uh, uh, mostly financially independent. Mm. 
but I'm not sure if I uh, meet a woman that is kind of like, well, she doesn't want to work. I don't know if it's a problem for me. I never thought about it. But um, then again, if I want to live with someone for the rest of my life and uh, if she doesn't work, if she doesn't uh, follow a passion, I'm not talking about the financial side of it, but uh, I think that's going to be problematic. I mean, apart from being attractive or not, uh, it definitely will cause a bunch of problems. I Probably I should think a little bit more about it, but mm, to me, mm, sounds an alarm. Mm. I mean, I do understand that uh, some people want to be mothers. I mean, I would prefer if I have a kid with a woman, I, w- I would prefer her to uh, take care of her. And I would do my share of uh, uh, parenting. But um, a person who uh, sits on her ass and uh, eat chocolates all day. And I don't, I don't think that's gonna, that's gonna, that's gonna end up without any problems. Mohammed is kind of. I'm thinking about it now. Sorry to jump in, but it's there's quite a high uh, unemployment rate in Iran, mm-hmm. and um, although the markets uh, since my time of being in Iran, there's been a, a massive amount of women entering the workplace, uh, as which is more to do not necessarily to do with legal issues, but more so because the type of middle class or the type of, uh, the type of sort of office job or the type of job that a woman can and would do here has been more available as those types of industries have taken, uh, have increased. So, um, but, Sorry, but nevertheless, having, no worries. Mm-hmm. But, uh, having said that, uh, it's not uncommon for people to be out of work. No. Um, and it's kind of, it's, maybe it's quite difficult to pursue a passion. I mean, or they'll set up an Instagram shop these days is what they're going to do. <laughs> they'll become an influencer. That's what happens. Uh, Iran's economy is now just influencer. Mm. <laughs> it's Instagram influencer. It's, it can actually be quite a tidy income. So, uh, yeah, so it's a bit difficult here to, you know, when you're going to date someone and uh, a woman and mm. she's going to be employed wouldn't be as common as western nations is that a fair comment well i would say uh because of the pandemic uh that was a quote unquote there, was, there yeah, from my I, I did the air quote <laughs> and, uh, um because of the pandemic the unemployment is a problem everywhere but uh specifically in iran the, the economy is worse than um it should be than its usual bad self yeah yeah, so, it's particularly bad at the moment. People a lot are, of companies closing, a lot of industries are uh, being shut down, businesses are uh, not hiring, so everybody's downsizing as much as they can. Mm. So, yeah, unemployment is... But that's okay, we can all be influencers on Instagram. Well, I mean, if everybody's an influencer, who are you going to influence? So <laughs> that's, a, um, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, set up a podcast. Set up a podcast. That's what people do, right, Mohammed? Yeah. I mean, you get sick and you get bored and uh, you get a mic. I'm not talking about, I'm talking about us. We're joking about us, yeah. you guys. No. You guys have been yeah. going yeah. for ages. You were like pre-COVID. <laughs> You're like, why? Yeah, we were pre-COVID. We're old school. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, this is a bit off topic, but I think our listeners would be curious. 
in terms of what is it like in Iran right now? I mean, are things open? Do you, is there a mask mandate? Like what is life like right know. now in the quote unquote pandemic? There's a mask mandate as far as governmental mm -hmm. offices and uh, banks, in my experience. Anywhere else, Mohammed? am I missing? Well, the uh, equivalent of Uber and Lyft, like Tapsi. Public transport as well. Yeah, public yeah. transport but, but as well. But people so. go on public transport without masks. People go, like me. I go to banks without wearing a mask. What? And uh, yeah, some, sometimes people don't complain. So there is a mandate, but uh, the follow-up enforcement is not that, that strong. But I think uh, people in Iran are, are sort of, I think Iranians are kind of clean freaks anyway, forgive me for saying. Uh, they obsess. I like, seriously, I walk around and people are like doubled up on plastic gloves. I'm exaggerating. They're, mm. they're wearing the plastic gloves. They have a, a face mask, an N95 or whatever, like a proper good on, you know, going to get. No, uh, it's not about being a. And then they wear a, they wear a visor. Yeah. It's not about being a clean freak. It's just about overdoing things. I mean, Iranians, we do overdo things. We do. Like we overdo makeup. I mean, if you, <laughs> <laughs> Mohammed and I overdo makeup. He's yeah, talking I mean, about us. <laughs> um, I don't yeah, know plastic you, surgery. Uh, yeah, if you do your uh, nose, you do it in a in an extreme way. If you highlight your hair, the gold is like golder than gold. So mm. there it goes with the hygiene too, but. Mm, yeah, I think probably. people are generally freaked out here in Iran. Like it's, uh, or maybe it's just the people I'm confronting, but they seem very concerned. Um, and uh, work-wise, where possible, people are sort of working from home and those that are working. No, uh, I, I see a lot of people who don't give a damn. So not everybody, not everyone is freaked out. Mm. So, mm, I don't know. Just uh, I've, I see a lot of people who laugh it off. Just, Do you just know like a lot of people who are affected, or because I mean, from mm -hmm. here, there's so much talk about how we don't really know um, about the numbers in Iran and other countries. Yeah, we don't either. <laughs> Nobody I think knows I, about real numbers anyway, anywhere. Yeah, but, uh, I know, I know, yeah. but like, okay, yeah, that's true. That's especially true about America right now. <laughs> Yeah, six percent. Uh, All I got. Good answer. How, how many yeah. people do you know that know they had COVID nineteen? I can, mm -hmm. I can, I think two for me. People that know they know they've had. I had my cousins, uh, my cousin's husband in Italy, not in Iran, and uh, mm -hmm. the, the people I don't. The people I know. I've heard from them that their uh, family members or their friends are affected somehow. Uh, I've heard of people dying. A handful, a handful of cases. Okay. I know people that know people yeah. that have died, and that's about a handful. Yeah, like it's probably that's what I'm saying. People I mean, who know people, it's not like five people who I know uh, Directly, or my uh, cousins and my cousin's husband. So three people. I took a test. You did. It was negative. Hmm. Someone came round to the door, paid an extreme amount of money, came to the door, stabbed me in my throat. <laughs> really hurt. And uh, yeah, he went, okay. he went deep. I'm and, not going to take uh, the test. Yeah, and then the day after, because I got the results in I think 24 hours, 48 hours. Hmm. 
just because I was ill with something else and I knew it was something else, but uh, you know, everyone was freaking out around me. I'm going to take it. We, we know people who are old. You've probably passed it on to us. I'm like, I'm like, I I know this isn't COVID. I'm on the toilet a lot and I'm fine. But, uh, and, uh, (laughs) yes. So I, uh, so I took the test just to reassure them. Had a heart attack when I saw the price of it and then was, and then I was annoyed. I got the results and I'm like, well, Surely I have to do it again a couple of days later. I mean, when, when will this stop? I need to do the antibody test. So uh, I was annoyed that, yeah. I wanted it to be positive. So it was like, oh, okay, money well spent. <laughs> but, uh, oh, but, it, but it wasn't. So uh, I was annoyed. I was like, take this back. Make it positive. <laughs> Don't come back to me. All these false positives. I want a false positive. Give me a false positive, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I paid money. I paid money. Yeah, sorry about that. But uh, the thing is that I, I, I thought <laughs> up until now that I'm the only person around you, so there are more people <laughs> not with you. Mohammed, I'm not that much of a learner, am I? <sighs> yeah, I've always been a recluse myself. So, um, yeah, the te- the the accuracy of the test uh, is very much really in doubt. A, yeah, no, I've I've heard a lot of things as well. Um, I mean, especially there are people who, again, I hate like, it's annoying how everything is so politicized because I don't affiliate with either political party. I've always found myself sort of, if I had to identify, I would say independent, I guess. But if you say anything, uh, I find that when I talk to like my Republican relatives, they think that I sound like a delusional socialist and they're like, wow, these are, these are democratic talking points. And then when I talk to my democratic friends or super liberal, they think, oh, you know, that's a Republican talking point. So um, maybe just maybe there are some things that can be in the middle. Um, And I Uh, I don't think that talking about the inaccuracy of the tests and the, uh, changing of the numbers of cases is a Republican or Democratic point. Just mm. a disclaimer for the listeners. Um, no, we're not trying to be political, but uh, I think David and I both are suffering from the same condition. Our uh, friends to the right and our friends to the left, they all uh, throw things at us. So Yeah, I get, yeah. I get it either side. Uh, which Mohammed, you're indirectly suggesting we're somewhere in the middle there. Well, maybe. Yeah, that could be in play. Yeah. On on that one, I wanted to mention maybe, sorry, while we're dragging out this subject. Um, when you arrive in Iran, they there's tests at the airport and you can get a test and they'll let you know. They say, you know, if we call you in 48 hours, you got it. Otherwise, no news, good news. Mm. Um, but then in London Heathrow, you can't do that. You got to get to, you got to get to London. You got to self-quarantine. For two weeks, right? yeah. Hmm. So uh, yeah, but uh, people that. aren't really following that. I've heard because I've, I don't well, know. Apparently maybe I shouldn't it. say that. Well, <laughs> I'm not suggesting that's a particular uh, thing not to follow the rules, but uh, Iranians don't do it, no matter if they're in Iran or in London. We'll take the so, test. No, uh, uh, the quarantine, the social distancing, the mask mandate and stuff like that based on what we saw. What am I? I'm seeing something different because I'm seeing uh, good observance of uh, over-observance is what I'm noticing. I feel like I'm in a minority. I'm ready to jump at someone who's like, I know we're in a mask. (laughs) 
Well, I uh, I don't see that. B b barely anybody. I'm, I'm hanging out. Protests. I'm going to your places, Marmon. <laughs> you come see my places, see what I have to deal with. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. I was really expecting to be kicked out of the bank when I showed up without a mask. And I didn't carry a mask. I mean, I forgot. I usually do have one in my bag just in case. Uh, and uh, nobody cared for more than once. Okay. So. Wow. Yeah, that's mm. definitely not an option here. But I mean, do you, we, we should wrap this up soon, but I don't want to take this too far, but I want, do, do you have a reasoning of why you think the masks uh, are, don't work? Or do you not want to um, talk about it? Don't Probably work. if we talk about it, we're going to be banned on different platforms. So <laughs> I don't uh, know. The I, I, I don't know. Just like, I, I'm not sure if they work the way they Mm, say that they do so for me i'm a bit curious about it because pre-covid times uh you would go to a doctor and probably be ill with suspected virus don't know what when you entered the surgery and saw the doctor would the doctor be wearing a mask or would the doctor expect you to wear a mask my experience tells me no so with the expectation of an unknown virus in in that case surely a doctor who's surely familiar with this scenario would be making sure patients enter the room wearing a mask to stop the doctor from getting ill until they can diagnose what's going on. So why now masks? Is uh, like, I mean... Well, it's the numbers. I mean, when I... Uh, Which numbers? I have the, the, the number of people, the number of people who might um, possibly carry the virus and transfer it to other people. I mean... When I get the flu, if I have to go out, if I have to sit in a taxi or in public transport, I wear a mask uh, because I'm coughing all the, all the time. I don't want other people to get the flu. So uh, that could be the case. But mm. well, I'm I mean, I'm not like shocked that this was the response. I, I'm very aware of how confusing the virus was and still is. Um, so it makes sense that that was the response. But um, now I feel like it's, it's more of just a thing out of like social decency. It's just polite to wear it. And it's something to give you like this false sense of safety. Hmm. I don't know. Like a but I understand aspect. like, I don't know. I'm, I feel a bit conditioned. Like I sometimes walk in the house and I like think I need to put it on. Like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's strange. I think it'll go away eventually, but um my, my worry is that there's, there's the potential, and I'm not saying I believe this, uh, and I'm by no means an epidemiologist or a doctor in any capacity, but um, the uh, humans for many years have not had masks, and we've evolved in a, an environment and in which I think like either illnesses, pathogens, whatever, these, these things, there's part of the outer human probably, not want to sound all new age on you but uh but like you know things like herd immunity and i don't want to go there but like the the idea that we can uh sort of uh develop an immunity to certain things and if we're now going to block that is that going to be an issue or if we're going to you know stop a certain amount of outer human environment does that change things Oh, well, not in it's a question run. I have. I'm not, not I'm just, yeah. No, I think that only affects if you're, you know, developing human. Like, I don't think it will affect us. But I mean, I think going back to what you said 
um, how you're saying, you know, we usually have been able to overcome these things as a species. I think a lot, this has a lot um, to do with the overall culture that we live in. And I can speak for America. I don't know about other places, but there's this culture of narcissism where we want to believe that this time it's different and that we're living in like remarkable times and like Trump mm. was president is president and this virus is like the end of times. It like it gives people the sense of meaning. So mm. I think that's kind of where this, you know, comes from. Maybe I don't know. I'm yeah, I, th I think there's there's a great many things probably going on, and and they are individually multiple podcasts in themselves as 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 far as from legal side, from com uh, corporation side, uh, government side. I mean, there's different. Uh, agendas or th scenarios going on and and i imagine in some way there's a sort of deeper unknown sort of uh human element as far as a deeper psych a psyche uh element uh if that's the right way to describe it but you know uh discontent maybe unrest and whatnot or um i don't know hmm. nietzsche we need him he'd probably have something interesting <laughs> to say about about this uh, yeah, like a sense of purpose. I think probably a lot of people are a little bit lost and, and yeah, maybe it is a sort of means to be able to sort of give some sense of control in their life or some sense of, uh, action and yeah, action, you know, say, think, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's just like, I mean, I, I go around a government park and I see a bottle of plastic cup and I put it in a trash can and so like, well, I'm doing my part help the environment that well if you look at it good feeling so mass can be um can have the same effect maybe uh but that's not a problem i mean uh, if it's out of courtesy if you want to make other people feel comfortable uh, if you're afraid of the virus i understand it but uh a mandate well i don't want to like I, I don't think anybody wants the government to uh, make you put on a mask or anything else. So. Mm. Yes, we live in a nation where we're quite familiar with enforced wear. Mm. So uh, yeah, maybe this is revenge for women having to cover their hair for the hijabs. Oh well, on the top of it now they have to cover their faces as well. Well, they should just wear the niqab. That's the one that fully. Mm. Yeah, Maybe the yeah. like extremists are like, huh, idiots. Like we were ahead of all of you guys this whole <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know it's getting late for you guys there. Um, so thank you for bearing with me through this episode. Um, oh, it's been a pleasure. It's a, it's a shame Natalie couldn't join us. Mm. Yeah. It was great. Um, Not that she couldn't join us. I mean, the, 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 <laughs> <laughs> the time we had was great. I mean, we all miss her on the episode I'm yeah sure. no we miss her too um mm -hmm. well maybe one day uh you'll be back and then for the listeners you can catch us on um asking iranians podcast where me and natalie both were yeah, on we're looking forward to having you back tell the listeners where they could find you guys and stuff where are they going mohammed now you can go to www.askiniranian.com and you can find us on various social media except for tiktok you'll find us on all of the others yeah. uh ask an iranian mm. uh there Not hashtag ask an iranian never on tiktok yeah come <laughs> check us out weekly shows on uh where we answer people's questions about iran 
sometimes funny, sometimes serious. Well, thank you again for coming on Persian Girls Podcast. Our pleasure. Thanks for having us. Thank you.